Hello, everybody, and welcome to Light of Illumis. How are you all doing today? Excellent. Good. Very well. Good, good. We are here on the final segment of our campaign. We don't even need the recap because last session, clearly you've watched it and uh, it was quite memorable. So where are we now? Minus the recap. Where, where are we? Who can tell me? Alive. Well, yes. we just we made are... it past the uh, gauntlet of zombies. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're on the shore outside Milfaldor on a boat, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of feelings about what just happened. Mm-hmm. Guess the stone is usable after all. Mm. Yeah. Reusable, yeah. How does it look, Nil? the stone? It looks the same or what? Yeah, now that you've got it pulled out and you're looking at it and it's rock and... <clears throat> Give me a, a successful perception and intelligence check. Okay. Can, Can I, I also the do magic it? Here yes, both of you, it. please. Okay. Can I, I would use detect magic like... here to yes. inform my perception? If you'd like to. Yeah, I don't know if that benefits me, but. So you said perception and what? Intelligence. Perception Babe. and intelligence. Ugh, I'm just not a good Helen feels terrible after this whole thing. She's in. What's happened is Kerberos, as a cleric of Falumbra saw his life flash before his eyes. He thought he was about to die and he realized that he had more to live for. And now he's, uh, you know, because he, he thought when his time came that he'd be ready to embrace Falumbra to return to her. But in that last moment, he thought, I have to finish this mission. I must survive. Mm-hmm. And so now he's firing on all cylinders. And that's why I'm rolling 17 and 16. Beautiful rolls there. Uh, with those two rolls, you can indeed see that the stone is ever so slightly smaller. You specifically remember, like, there's a, a bit of an edge on one part of the rock that was just a little oh, bit rough, no. and now mm-hmm. it's just a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more but rounded. It's not quite so uh, pokey. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. how many times do I feel like I could do that same thing that's just happened before the stone were to be completely gone? Like, in an order of magnitude, five times, 50 times? You're looking at the stone and it's, you know, there's a lot in there. Somewhere, if we're talking orders of magnitude, yeah, it's definitely more than 10. It's probably mm. more than 100. It's probably not 1,000. So somewhere oh, between 100 and 1,000 more times. And even that is like a rough guesstimate. You, you'd have to probably like get some weights and measures out there because you're only really noticing one small sure. change. If it's just that one change, then maybe a thousand times, but if that was like an even change, you can only detect it in one spot, maybe a hundred times. But what we've just witnessed was an incredible display of power, the likes of which, you know, happens once in a lifetime, right? Yeah. I think maybe this is possible. I think Kerberos just kind of felt like he was going on a suicide mission, but now... Maybe this can actually work, because that is an ungodly amount of power there. Yeah. Sure is. I I look at the faces of the other clerics to see if they seem to think the same way uh, Kerberos feels, or have this look in their eyes that says, Hmm, delicious stone. (laughs) I wish it was mine. (laughs) Hey, no, I never said that. 
<laughs> no, no, you, <laughs> you, your, your eyes looked pure, right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> he said, my precious. <laughs> uh, I'm determined as always. After seeing that miracle, I'm even more convinced it'll work. Yeah. Uh, once we get sail, I have some words, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I actually kind of think that because of what happened, we should just go ahead and identify her wand anyway, because it'll only help us, and there's no, like, downside to it. She did just save our lives. Yeah. Oh, I'm... I respect your opinion, dear brothers, but I feel <laughs> like we shouldn't put the mission at risk right now. I, I, I doubt that a simple... When have we ever put the mission at risk? Multiple times. <laughs> Do you truly need an example? Um, so we get to the ship with all of our minions intact, and between us, can we, like, finagle how to use this ship properly? Mm-hmm. Those um, assistants of yours, they're not only good for hauling dead weight, but one of them has spent some time on a boat before. And I think... Uh, Sister Helen, you've traveled by boat many times in your life. I don't know how much you know about sailing exactly, but if you're just going down the coast um, with the current, it's probably not too bad. Well, actually, the current... So... It'll be fine. It'll be I fine. I'm like in some room with the person who knows about the sailing, the navigator. Mm -hmm. um, That's a strong word looking... to use in this case. Yeah, sure. Maybe I'm even just on the deck looking out across the strait to Gadia. Mm -hmm. And I say, uh, so what's the plan here? Do we go across the strait or go around? I heard weird says, things uh, in Milfaldor about this strait. I don't, I don't trust my sailing abilities at all. We should stay as close to land as possible. We get halfway well, between here and Gadia, and something goes awry, and um, I wouldn't do that. Okay, well, let's stick to the side of the coast then, I suppose. Fair mm -hmm. enough. Well, no time to waste. Uh, we could all do with a rest, but I think we should at least set set sail. Who yeah, knows? Maybe the, we can uh, rest on the boat. Yeah, the dad may climb aboard if we wait too long. Off into the waters you go, setting out for Milfeldur, keeping the land to your right side and heading down the coastline. I think this is where the cleric of Tempos had some words for us. Ah, yes. Uh, during the well, during the very beginning of the journey, I'd like to ask Minnie, what was it like using the stone? Minnie turns her eyes towards you, and uh, you definitely see some sort of glittering happening in there. You know? It felt magnificent for the first time in my life when I used that basic ordinary magic missile spell I could feel it in every 
inch of my body. I could feel the magic coursing from my toes to the tips of my skull. I could feel it all the way out in my ears. I was able to hold in mind the exact location of every creature on the ground before me. Even before the spell was finished casting, I could see each creature around me and know its exact precise location. I felt aware of everything. I felt alive from everything. I felt like I could feel the difference between living and dead, even with my eyes closed. I felt like I could see the ground beneath me mapped out in my mind. It was... It was like looking outside of the cave for the first time. It was like seeing the sun for the first time. It was... It was... It was a sip of cool water after you've been in the desert for a hundred years. Ah, you've mentioned a lot of firsts. Was it difficult to use? Should we practice? I didn't have any trouble. But then again, I am a experienced wizard who has spent a lifetime studying these divine, uh, arcane arts. Perhaps those of you who have spent more time asking for powers instead of creating them yourselves might need some practice or help. I, no <laughs> I'll address Helen and the group of clerics. Well, we have a quite a journey, and I think when we're doing the actual ritual, we should be well-practiced in using the stone. Shouldn't we take some time to try out using it during our trip? I think that sounds like a great idea. Oh, wait, are you just saying this to Helen or all of us? Yeah, it's all of us. Oh, I think that sounds like a great idea. I feel like it could go very, very wrong. <clears throat> Nick, we were... I think you got muted. Oh. oh. What would you suggest to do? Nothing in particular. Cast the spell while holding the stone. And the wand the again, I it. think. Could work. Just because you roll a dice and get a 20 the first time you roll it doesn't mean you'll get one every time you do it again. Yeah, but maybe just having done it once will make it easier in the future. Or you could blow a hole in the ship and doom us all. Better we do it now than later. Well, I would disagree with that. I would rather we do it wrong at the moment of the ritual, which a chance of doing it right, than fail our whole quest right now, right away, not even getting to the to the moment. Okay, a correction then. We could one of we could um, every evening dock for a little bit and then try practice a little bit on land. You know, this could go horribly, horribly wrong. That's why we do it now instead of during the actual event. But what will we, what do you seek to learn? How what to if it's not a matter the of power skill? of the stone? What if it's chance? What if it isn't chance? I would feel comfortable with us studying it without us using it. We haven't really looked at it all that much. But I don't feel like it would be right to use its power without a godly, holy purpose. 
what if it is our purpose to practice it before, uh, similar to any performer, you must practice the ritual before actually performing the ritual. I think it's a simple request. We shan't use the stone for much until, just until, I mean, we should just try it once and then see if it works. We've tried it once, it worked. I mean, each, to make sure we can use it. Uh, because I do think that during the ritual, we should all touch the stone. And seeing the power used there, I think if we all hurl our desire to cast away all the undead into the sun, that will work. Uh, but we need to make sure that we know how to use the stone. This thing has survived since the creation of the world. And it hasn't made it this far by just being subject to random tests and uh, flights of fancy. I strongly disagree with this course of action. But I'll succumb to the group majority. It seems like we are are tied. Yes, I I agree with... uh... Minnie, what do you think? Should we practice? You're the tiebreaker. Uh, no, Minnie won't be a tiebreaker in this holy matter. I'm sorry, Minnie. I, I really appreciate what we, you did for us this time, but I already know your vote be- before you even speak. Please go ahead and tell me what you think. But I respect our cleric's position in this situation. You know what you're doing and you're confident in it. So be it. My opinion here does not matter. Thank you, Minnie, for those wise words. He's <laughs> looking at the other two clerics. I just hope we're, you trust uh, me now. Yes, we are I, weary from battle. Oh, sorry. sorry. I I would like to thank you, Minnie. You certainly have shown your true colors uh, by saving us and this holy mission yesterday. It is duly noted. Sensing the tension here, uh, I'll say, we're very weary from battle. We've barely escaped with our lives. Why don't we allow ourselves the night to rest and meditate on this matter and perhaps we can come to some agreement in the morning? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. (laughs) Where is the stone that night? I'd like to hold on to Hel- it. Helen sure. takes it in the box. Yeah. Um, how, what's the sleeping arrangements like on the ship? The ship is not great. There's no below hold of any real value. Um, definitely mm-hmm. not anything that you would be comfortable sleeping in. So everyone's just out on the deck of this rather small um, okay. fishing boat is even generous. I sleep near Helen on the stone. Um, how many nights do we estimate the trip will take us. Um, at this point, it's somewhere between four and ten, because you guys are really bad with the boat and uh, don't know what you're doing. Okay. Before going to sleep, I'll make sure to cast sacred. Uh, I'll cast a spell on Helen. Helen, do you accept the spell? I will ask you what he's trying to cast on me first. Ah, it's the usual watching over you spell, uh, Sacred Guardian, to make sure that no harm comes onto you. I accept the spell. Great. I somehow still trust Bertold. I believe he's a very 
you know, logical cleric that is following his God's will. Uh, fate worked out, and uh, yeah, still trusting his faith. Um, that will before... last five days, so I will just refresh that every four days. Excellent. Before bed that night, I've got some healing spells to cast. So I'm gonna do a light wound, a light wounds on Helen. That's eight. Um, a light wounds on whoever's token this is. That's Bert Hall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Two. And <laughs> then another one for you. A moderate wounds of another eight. Ah, oh, thank you very much. I feel much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see me less singed. Yeah. Um, all right, and then, you know, I just sleep near the stone just in case Minnie or my other party members get any ideas. <laughs> oh, I, I want to say that uh, Helen also wants to note uh, the, the courage displayed uh, in battle of uh, Kerberos and the fate somehow playing in our favor. Uh today. Although it did seem grim and the recommendations were somehow doubted. Yeah. That um, that next morning, Neil, if we can skip to the mm-hmm. next day, mm-hmm. I'll get up uh, somewhat early, you know, when the sun rises, and I'm going to make a little cup of tea for me and Helen. I'm going to wake her up and hand her the cup of tea. Here you go. And uh, I'll oh, lower good. my voice and say, I think we could do with having a chat. Do you want to, you know, and I motion over to like the other side of the ship so we can talk. Uh, sure, of course. Uh, what, what trouble you, fellow uh, <clears throat> brother? Like what, what troubles me is what Berthold and Cornelius are going to want to do today. Minnie says she doesn't have an opinion, but at the end of the day, we are outnumbered. They want to test things. Uh, it's my view that you coming into possession of this stone was meeting, was being on this quest as the divine will of the Pantheon together working as one to banish the dastardly undead the casting of the magic missile spell yesterday saved our life it was necessary for us to survive and complete our mission I believe that the only reason it worked was because the gods needed it to work so that we could complete our task I think if we had to take that as a pass to carry on as we will and make use of this thing as we fancy it, then we are surely doomed. We must do everything in our power to make sure that Bertolt and Cornelius do not get to test their magics on this stone. I completely agree with you. This is exactly the same thoughts I woke up with. I am worried that we are indeed outnumbered, but I'm hoping they will respect... Um, indeed, this group being assembled, uh, their their faith in this mission should, you know, let them move past this idea that we would be shutting down today. I believe it is more important to complete the mission than to, you know, test it out over and over with a bigger risk. S- Sister Helen, you are a shining beacon of hope and generosity and your good nature is the stuff of legends but you can at times be naive and I just caution you to be on your guard today make sure that they're not getting inside your head remember what we spoke about I I 
agree. Along this journey, I realize how naive I've been so many times. Between the the first thief we met, I thought I could talk my my way out of it. To this moment with, uh, you know, Minnie. Uh, she did turn out to be quite nice after all. However, she she did save us yesterday. She could have just taken up and left. The, the gods' um, intervention. Hmm. You're, you're correct. It must be the gods. It must be the gods' intervention. Indeed. Well, let's uh, let's head back to the group so we don't raise too many suspicions. Yes, of course. Um, I wander back. Well, everyone gets up eventually. There's not much to do today other than sit on the boat, um, occasionally helping to paddle as you head through the street of Amen. Any particular things that need to be done today? Any discussions to be had? It'll be quite some time before you get to Weatherlight, and even then, um, it'll take some more time to head down the coast to Heatstroke. I don't know if you want to stop in Weatherlight or whether you want to just move on. Well, do we need to? Do we have enough food and water that we don't need to stop in Weatherlight? You believe you have enough food. Um, there was a barrel of water on the docks near Milfaldur that you rolled onto your boat, so you should have enough water too. If the dice go poorly and it takes you a long time to get to Weatherlight, you might run out, but we haven't made that roll yet. Is Weatherlight one of those places where you can see from the coast, or do you actually need to steer inland? You need to steer into the bay. To I also have idea. create food and water spells, so I, I don't think we'll... Okay, that's, yeah, that's fine then. There you go. Um, as for discussions, what I just spoke... I, I won't mention anything to do with the stone. I, like, if it can just be ignored and not talked about, then that's all for the better. Yeah, I don't bring it up the first day. Yeah. Um, can we just put our characters to full health, or do you want us to, like, roll heals every night? Let uh, me see well, how far we I... get. Okay. Um, I can do some more heals now for this next day if we're, if we're ending the day. Uh, yeah, it'll take uh, six days to get from Milfaldur to Weatherlight. So if you've got healing spells, uh, throw them down. But I think six days of healing. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is just I have moderate days, and light, Helen. and he has moderate and light. So I feel like oh, we can yeah. heal the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party. I think we'll be fine. Okay. We won't worry about it then. Um, I mean, I don't max out my. I do it over days just in case we get attacked or something like that. I right. have other spells. Um, it is a, um, a peaceful journey through the Strait of Amon. A little bit spooky, because as you go through the Strait, you don't see a single other ship the whole time. This is once a very common shipping lane um, throughout Arcadia, and you don't see any other boats anywhere. You do see a whole series of shipwrecks on the northern coast, and then as you're passing through this area right here... Ooh, uh, you'll see some shipwrecks on the northern coast, and as you're passing through this part of the strait, you'll see a whole series of shipwrecks on the southern coast as well, like, packed together all in one spot. But no other living vessels, in fact, no people. No little campfires down along the coast on the south side. Nothing happening in the woods on the north side. It's just it quiet journey. Anything to explain the shipwrecks? Do they look like they've run aground, or...? Um, give what do we me see? a perception check and a intelligence check. Okay. Mm, you know, they're two... Actually, the ones on the southern side, you will be close enough to make the... 
to, to see. The ones on the north side, you can't quite tell. Um, on the southern side... Well, with the 13 on your intelligence check, you just see that their sails are sort of tattered and the holes are ripped open, but it's hard to tell if they were, like, ripped open in a storm or if they were, like, crashed intentionally or if someone, like, if they were rammed into by another ship. But you can see that, like, there is significant hull damage on the sides. I, uh, I come over to Cornelius as he's looking across the, the bar of the ship to the shipwrecks. And I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, uh, you should steal yourself, Cornelius. It's only going to get worse from here on out. I've heard tales of what lies await for us in Heatstroke. And it's worse than if you destroyed ships. What have you heard? That the ground is covered with flesh. That monsters from outside this realm of existence prowl the land. Hmm. Well, what does that have to do with the... Uh the ships being wrecked out at sea, you think? I don't know. Who knows? This this entire country has been laid to waste in recent times. Mm. So oh, you just look concerned. He's right to be concerned. Shipwrecks are very concerning. Uh, in fact, on the first shipwreck we encounter, I make sure to cast Bust Watchfulness, and I'll cast it twice per day uh, mm. while I'm awake. Um, is that onto you or who onto who are you casting? Me. I'll also be casting that onto myself. So blessed. Very blessed yes. in the watchfulness. Yes, very, very watchful. Mm -hmm. So holy. Um, no. Can I say that uh, at every night I would, uh, it's already on my character sheet, but I, I would um, use locate object to make sure I still have the right stone. Uh, ever since, <laughs> ever since I've been told to keep an eye on it instead of being so naive, I realized that anybody could swap the stone at any time. So I want to look every night to make sure I still have the right stone. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have the right stone. <laughs> every night I feel a, a small relief. Uh, and I also would like to, I'll, I'll take into account what the other cleric said, I will not cast spells while having it, but I would like to study it, if that's something that could be done, like, you know, look at it, mm -hmm. weigh it, you know, do a prayer while holding it in my hand, but not like a magical prayer, like a regular pray prayer, mm -hmm. um, you know, spend more time with it. Yeah. You can spend time with the stone and sort of familiarize yourself with it. Yeah. It feels so... It looks so ordinary. And it feels so ordinary most of the time. But every time you cast Detect Magic or every time you cast Locate Object, you can feel that it's just pulsing with power hidden beneath the surface. Mm-mm. That's that's it. That's truly it. Yeah. Um, I might try and speak to Minnie at some point during our journey. She's very quiet through this whole journey. Very um, introspective and reflective, and uh, mm -hmm. keeping to herself with an eye in the distance, kind of waiting for danger, expecting some sort of trouble. Um, but go ahead and have your conversation. Yeah. So I think I'm just gonna like sit down next to her maybe day three or something like that, and say, uh, I suppose I should thank you for saving our lives. 
guess you should. You know, uh... Oh, fuck. There's people screaming outside the window. Um... Those are not some holy words. <laughs> <laughs> you originally wanted the stone to identify a wand. Surely after what we experienced in Milfaldor, you realize that you're bringing a, you know, a plus five sword to a knife fight, for lack of a better analogy. You know, now that you know what it's capable of, have you had time to think about what you would do if the stone remains once we're done? Well, my choices are to abide by our deal, use it to identify my wand, which I otherwise will never be able to use, or I can kill you all in your sleep and take it for myself. But... Well, it's Considering there are four divine clerics on a holy quest, and I don't want myself to become the mission, the subject of a vengeance quest. I don't know if you've heard, but there is a powerful vengeance cleric over in Eridon, um, in Drekis right now. I would hate to incur his ire. <laughs> You're it paranoid. Might- it's not paranoia if you're correct. <laughs> I, di- I, I wasn't accusing you of betraying us. I meant, you know, now that you know what it's capable of, and if you had access to it, what, what would you do? Surely some great feat could be achieved, much like what we're trying to do. What would you do? If it were to be in my hands for all time, mm-hmm. I would be extremely careful. I would take it home. I would weigh it. I would measure it from every angle. I would read as much as I can about it surreptitiously. I would take my time to slowly probe its secrets in the safest, most careful way possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Typical wizard answer, I suppose. I don't know what I expected. Well, um, I'm sure you would just prey on it. Indeed, I have been. I shall leave you to your pondering, Minnie. Uh, but thank you. I wanted to. I wanted to say that. You're uh, welcome. I'll, yeah, I, I walk out. I'm, you know, that wasn't an interesting answer. So I leave her to her uh, pondering. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, weather light comes and weather light goes. You can see in the little bay as you cross in front of it that there are dozens of small boats bobbing in the waters of the bay. Looks like people out there fishing. You can make out a few silhouettes in the distance. There's definitely life there. Human life um, actively living off of the bay, but you still see no ships out in the ocean. Days later, you round the coast and begin to head south towards heat stroke. It's taken about 14 days from Milfaldur until heat stroke comes into view as your little boat runs against the current, um, struggling to make headway with oars from all of the people assembled and the, the call it, um, lackluster attacking uh, of your inexperienced sailors. Mm. Can we do a brief 
pause at Weatherlight. I, I something guess. I wanted to. Okay. So back at just as we were leaving the Weatherlight area, I state uh, one fine morning when all the clerics are gathered, a revelation came to me through Tempos. Uh, I have the perfect way to figure out whether or not um, all of us holding onto the stone should be part of the ritual while channeling our undead spell. I mean, yeah. We see uh, as we as we tempo as we clerics of tempos are clerics of fate. Uh, we know whether or not certain actions can be good, and. What I realized is perhaps a way to relieve you of your fear. Uh, I will I will cast unfailing premonition before trying out this stone, and then I will be able to figure out whether or not me channeling turn undead while using it is a bad idea. I. I can you tell us what Unfailing Premonition does? Yeah. Can we uh, see this simple. spell description? <laughs> a vision of Tempo, uh, Tempos himself will send me a vision of whether or not this is a good or bad idea. If it is a bad idea, then I will get all sorts of tingly, for lack of a better uh, description. Well, I don't know your god, but I think I trust this plan. I, I am in. It's unfailing, after all. That's correct. The spell is unfailing. Premonition. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it is in the name of the prayer, indeed. <laughs> um, uh, indeed, there are two options in the ritual that we've talked about. We could have the grand finale be that we all touch the stone, uh, or it could simply be that uh, I, Sister Ellen. Uh, hold on to the stone while casting Sunscorch on myself. Uh, so indeed, that could be... Wait, what did you just say the original was? You're casting Sunscorch on yourself? Yes, I thought we discussed this. As a way to bring down the sun to connect with us, we need to have a conduit, and I could be the conduit. Helen, if this was to work, you would surely be killed in the process. I don't recall this. <laughs> I don't recall this at all. <laughs> Discussion. I feel like we've discussed uh, having a, a grand act in the grand finale involving. Uh, oh, Helen, I think. I disagree with this plan. plan. I think you wrote Why it down on some pieces of paper and stuck it around the. Yeah, I, I might have. Caught. Noticed this. <laughs> yeah. I don't recall. I'm not sure that everyone read it. Yeah. Oh, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I just drew up a plan that nobody looked at cautiously. <laughs> it did involve. Uh, For what it's what... worth, I think it's not a bad idea, but it will certainly result in your death. Uh, but it opens yes. a conduit between the stone and Illumis. And you know how gods like their grand sacrifices. I'm pretty sure uh, submitting my life to this great event would be the best way for me to complete my life's goal. Isn't it better if we send your deity far more energy by hurling all of our wishes of turn undead into the sun? Uh, we don't need the ritual to be you immolating yourself. We should send your goddess the energy she needs. 
we could potentially do both. You could touch on the stone while channeling turn undead, and I could cast Sunscorch sun to ensure that it reaches the sky. Helen, you are so keen to meet Falumbra. <laughs> yes, it sounds like. Well, I, I truly have been believing that this has been my life's mission. I do not have any other um, duty to ful fulfill fast past this point. I was you born maybe have, at... have kids later in life or something. I do not have such aspiration. My my mm. only aspiration is to rid the world of, of the unholy of dead. Undead. Mm. I will gladly sacrifice my life for this. Did Illumis ask you to do this? Because if not, I don't think she would appreciate this. Mm. I believe this is what the gods want. It cannot be a coincidence. Uh, it, it does feel like it is my fate, considering I was born at exactly noon on the solstice. And if you take a look at the calendar, we are approaching this again. I feel like it is truly my life's work to complete this journey uh, at exactly solstice on if my birthday. If that's how you feel, Helen, and you feel like that's your life's work, then I think you should do it. I appreciate your support. Falumbra has a plan for us all. We need to be who we are, not lie to ourselves. Fulfill your intentions as honestly as you can. If everybody wants to put their hand on the stone when this is going to happen, I will not stop you. But I do know that using the stone is truly dangerous. That's why when you're saying we should practice on it, I do believe you're risking your life every time you handle this stone and cast magic through it. However, I, I have heard tale of clerics of Tempos being able to foretell bad actions before they happen. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that Berthold could carry out this test. Mm -mm. We could also, perhaps, does this only apply to your actions, um, Berthold, or is it to anybody's actions? I think it's only his actions. Um... Yes, I can cast this on other people. So, okay. And it can be any time in the future, or does it have to be something coming up? It would only be for... Uh, let me do some calculations. Five times two, ten... Uh, Eleven minutes. In the future? Eleven minutes in the future, yes. Okay, understood. And it is a third-level spell, of which I can only cast one. Mm-hmm. I would just make a final plea. I, I do think that what you're planning could work and in terms of that you'd be able to tell if it was a bad idea beforehand, but this magic that we're meddling with here, it's divine in nature from the creation of the world. I don't think we should be frivolous in handling it. This is not some wizard's experiment to calculate and monitor, I say, looking over it, Mini. This is a gift from the gods for a specific purpose. I don't think we should tempt fate. I say, looking at Bertolt. What if it's fate that we have a long journey ahead of us and we are wasting our time not practicing? What if we don't... What if it is a mockery of fate to not practice a ritual before doing it? Or what if it is fate itself that gave him the powers to have this spell and we have such a tool at our disposal to use with the stone? Cornelius, you just seek to 
bring chaos to our situation here. I am fully on board with, with Berthold's plan. But that's all. If you want to do this because you think it is ordained by fate, then so be it. But search your heart. If you are motivated by greed and by uh, curiosity, then turn away. That's I have tough. said this since day one. The only thing that I want to do is see all undead ridden from this land. Then so be it. Uh, before the ritual, what is it, 11 minutes before? Feel free to see if the way to do it is for you to be touching the stone. Uh, I think that today is the day we should figure this out instead of on the ritual now. day. Well, if How we... would you test it today if it's only 14 minutes ahead? Oh, right. then it'll... Because uh, I will approach the stone with the intent to channel uh, Turn Undead with it while casting oh. it into the sun. We'll be lacking you, you the, the solstice to... time. A, a practice run, if you will. I do not feel comfortable with this at all. I don't mind you using that spell right before the ritual to make sure we're doing the right steps, but... No, he's I, I not going to actually do it. He's just going to ask if it would be a good idea. Oh, if so he you stops don't need from the doing stone? it, if there was no problem. No, he needs the stone, but the point is that if it were to be a bad idea, then he would be warned before taking the action. Right. If he's not warned, then it means that there should be no negative consequence. We could also not. do the same thing about you immolating yourself and see if that's a great idea or not. Yes. I, I don't need faith to tell me whether this is or isn't a great idea. I, I know it in my heart that this is what I meant to do. Mm. We all must be true to ourselves. And this is why I don't blame Cornelius for his meddling. <laughs> so, what about it? Shall we use this uh, next 10 minutes extremely well? We will figure out if the ritual as we've ordained it is good by this mini test of uh, I... me intending to turn undead into the sun while holding the stone. I do not believe meddling with the stone ahead of the ritual is the right thing to do. We used it once to save ourselves to protect this mission, but we aren't in dire need to save ourselves right now. This feels like using using a powerful tool of the gods for experimentation. Well, I, I will tell you that while I was dreaming this day as we were passing Weatherlight, Tempos came to me and said, you should try this. I search his eyes. Uh, is he lying? Can I, oh, is it, can I do like an opposed perception? Can I just do something? Because I feel like that's quite a big lie to tell if well, he is lying. Give me a charisma check. Okay. 23 is not a bad charisma check. <clears throat> How do we determine if he's lying, though? You're, what right, is it that I you mean, think just, is a lie? That he did, that Tempos didn't come to I don't him? Think, or I that... Don't th th that maybe he didn't see the vision, yeah. Just seemed very convenient. Mm. Um, well. Okay. Brother, fine. Why no don't you, uh, All right. I sent Neil a, a private message. No, I can't check my private messages right now without ruining the cameras. Oh. <laughs> oh we're in a precarious situation. Um, I, I suspect Twitter, the battle. Twitter DM me. Okay. Might be lying. I, I, I don't want to... I mean, I sent him my... What 
I sent him basically that yes, I am telling the truth, but uh, okay. you know I can't. He has okay, to so tell he you seems, that. Seems I can't genuine. Yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. If you want to tell me out of character, you tell the truth. I'll, I, I think that it would come across as genuine. I'll go back to Helen and say, like, sort of lower my voice as if I'm we're talking between the two of us, but I'm not necessarily trying to make it so that no one can hear. And say, um, I know what we spoke about, but if he really does cast this spell, I um, DM that we this might be our best chance to do this safely. Uh, if they're going to keep insisting, it could prove troublesome. Maybe let them do it this one time under the protection of this spell, S satisfy their curiosity, and then move on from there. Can you re-explain to me what you want to do? Because I don't understand how how it's going to solve everything. Ah, it's simple. Uh, I am a cleric of fate and time. By casting unfailing premonition on myself, I can tell uh, as I touch the stone and as I'm about to cast turn undead into the sun, whether or not this is a terrible idea. Will you have to cast a spell after touching the stone? Uh, I need to actually carry through my plan in order for Tempos to tell me, because otherwise he wouldn't know if I was going to do it. I need to carry out exactly what I plan to do. But it will not be the same at all when you think about it, because this is just you randomly out of nowhere casting Turn Undead into the sun. You're not in the right spot. We're not doing the ritual. You're not holding the ceremonial clothes. Of course it will not work. It will well, only work when all the conditions are assembled for it to work. Oh, yes, but this is just to see whether or not the stone will blow up. Well, it will just tell you if it will blow up for now in this context, but not in the rightful context. I think it suffices as a trial run. A trial run for what? For knowing that your spell casting will work in predicting the outcome of said spell casting? It will warn us of any dangers in using this stone, in which case we do need to practice. Or we don't, because it is dangerous to use the stone anytime. But any immediate danger would be warned be warned by the spell, so the ship shouldn't blow up. The stone shouldn't destroy us all. Well, the he will worst, care. The worst outcome is the <clears throat> what happens if didn't you he... intend to carry through with it, and then we stop you. You wouldn't be lying to your god, but it wouldn't be carrying out the action either. I fear that if we agree to that, then it would destroy the intent. If he knows that we're going to stop him, you should have said this to us in private. So we will not <laughs> stop we, him. <laughs> we aren't going to stop you. I just want to that's know. A, that's a stupid idea. Let's definitely not do that. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. You think no. Timpos will smite us? No, I'm saying that, like, for it to work, Bertolt needs to not needs to think that we're not going to stop him. Because if he knows he's going to get stopped, then the spell might not work, if you know what I mean. So I'm trying to say that out loud. As if to say, no, that's a terrible idea. We won't do it. So the Bertolt's like, okay, they're not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's best for you not to disrupt me. Okay, we won't. 
But what, what happens Wait, if you, let's say, your unfailing premonition says that this is a terrible idea, then you're still going to cast your spell and it might explode and kill us all immediately? No, no I, I'm, I don't have no. to carry out with the plan if uh, unfailing premonition tells me it's a bad idea. Yes, this is what but, I'm saying, Helen. This might be the safest way to go about it. But don't, don't you have to carry on with the plan if it says it's no. fine? Can you yeah, stop yourself? Fine. Yes. If it says it's fine, can you stop no, yourself? No, if it's anyway? fine, if it's fine, he has to go through with it. Which we will all allow. Yes, which we will allow. I would have no reason to stop if I thought it was fine. There's a, perhaps... Ah, never mind, I won't say it. It's fine. Good damn. <laughs> I do think Helen has a point, though, Bertolt. I'm not sure what much there is to be gained by this course of action. I agree with you that it's unlikely to end in the ship blowing up, but I'm not sure that you'll really garner any useful information. I think the useful information would be whether or not we can, if there is a danger in me using this during the safest of times, then we should steal ourselves for when we are all touching a stone and casting turn undead. Perhaps we should have practiced then, and then perhaps we can use these, this last week to practice using the stone. In my view, there is no practice. It's only do the gods see it just for it to happen. I believe that when many saved our lives, they saw it as just, and so it was allowed to happen. I believe that when we're atop the pyramid, ready to banish the undead from the daylight, they will see it as just and let it happen. You testing it here, I'm not so certain about. Maybe it works, maybe it Did you know happen. that as a follower, as an acolyte of fate and time, sometimes fate only works if you practice uh for example suppose that you are a master carpenter uh when you were just a kid you could not build a masterful house uh, even though that was your destiny uh, it took years of practice uh, similarly perhaps we are not fated to use the stone correctly the first time but we need to practice it before the ritual I nod and take a step back and look to Helen and shrug and say, I think we may have to let him go through with this. I, I don't understand, though. I, I don't understand what you would learn, because basically what you're telling me is if it tells you in unfailing premonition that you shouldn't do it, then we should do it. And if it tells you it's fine to do it, then we should do it. I don't see. I'm telling you that <laughs> if uh, we get a... If I get a vision, essentially, mm -hmm. that there will be danger, then that means that we need to practice using it before the ritual itself. So if it tells you we shouldn't do it, then you think we should do it? It means we it should tells... practice. But if it allows you to do it, then you think we should still do it as well. So basically, yes. no matter what, no, no. your so spell it, will not change the outcome warns of me, anything. If it warns me, then we should practice. But if it doesn't warn me, then we don't need to practice. This makes no sense whatsoever, because if it warns you, we should respect what your god is telling you, which is not to meddle with this until the perfect time. I agree. No, uh, it will... I think if we I get the warning battles... I actually think it's battles, the opposite. No, we need to compromise here. You can cast, you can try this once, but if you get warned off, that's it until we get to the pyramid. It depends on the nature of the warning. Okay, yes, that's ah, a wise words from the Cleric of Malchus here. You're right, it'll depend on the nature of the warning. Yeah. 
So you're agreeing if we let you cast your premonition spell, if it tells you using the stone is dangerous, we will not practice with the stone. I'm saying it'll be on a case-by-case -case <laughs> basis uh, because the type of feeling that I get will differ. It's not just a certain tingling. Sometimes I'll get a flash of imagery of what will happen if I use this. I've said my piece and uh, I walk away from the conversation seeing an impasse here. I really do not feel comfortable with the idea that we need to practice on a stone when we're supposed to be faithful about the If I may, will. if I may, I think if we're, if we're looking at the God's will, then the gods would know what is in our hearts. And our heart is to simply improve our abilities to save the world. And I think that if that truly is our purpose, which it is, then they should see no reason to deem our actions unjust. So just to recap, <laughs> if you cast your premonition and it basically says that it truly is dangerous to handle this stone at all or right now, you will not cast your spell upon it, turn undead, and we will wait until the ceremony to use the stone again. I, uh, I gauge, I, I glance at Helen and internally debate how to answer, and I wonder if I've fallen into some sort of paradox, but I answer, yes. Correct. Okay. And if it is kind of a paradox indeed, because now we flipped it, but if it says it's not it, it, it is not as simple as a yes or no. I will get a flash of insight of some sort. Berthold will tell us what his gods say or don't say. Correct. All right. Where are you going to do this? On the boat? With everyone around? Or are you going to make, like, landfall and do it there? I think we should dock. Yeah, we'll dock. Do you want to go uh, into because... the town, or did you want to go out into the oh. just a piece of land somewhere? Piece of land somewhere, making sure there's, like, no undead anywhere nearby. Got it. Maybe a section of coastline over here where it's nice open plain, no sneaky undead hanging out in the woods, perhaps. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, you're about to cast the most powerful turn undead ever. I hope there's some undead around, so it's not a complete waste. It truly feels like... It's happening. It's happening, Jen. Let it happen. I know, but <laughs> Sister Helen feels like she keeps making the wrong decisions. Not being true to herself and being constantly swayed and influenced by other forces. We're all here just to help you make the right decisions, Helen. That is true. You know, you brought us along for a reason. Um, okay. You know, I watch this happen. I make sure that Cornelius is stood next to Berthold as this is about to happen. And if I catch his eye, I give him a wink. And I give I... him a look that says... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I perceive the wink. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to want to know... I'm bringing us to a map now. If I can find it... 
we're gonna bring our tokens over here. Uh, the NPCs will be well off to the side. I'm not gonna bother to place them uh, completely out of your way. So why don't you all place yourselves where you think you would be? Um, get you a boat as well. I'm gonna let Berthold place himself first, and then I'll go. Okay. Let's see, right about here, right in the open. Sounds great. Be here next to this little uh, opening. I watch from up on the cliff. This is Cornelius right here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Wait. also going to watch from up on the cliff. I actually believe we might be losing some party members here for this first role. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I will tell you that before I walk away. Like, I, from all the information I've gathered, you really need to believe it's, in your god and your fate because this can certainly blow up and kill a user. I just want you to be truly aware that is, you might end your life today. That's impossible because I am a follower of the cleric, uh, of the god of fate and time. Yeah, there's actually no reason for us to dock it. This is a bad idea. I'm telling you that your fears are impossible. Okay. So be it. Okay. This is going to be tricky. <laughs> um, and we're going to have to start with Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get any signal from Berthold one way or the other if you're performing any action. So could you DM me on Twitter? If you're going to take an action or not, and keep it nice and you know, don't don't. I mean, reveal, the answer don't, is it don't don't tell them. Don't tell them. DM me on Twitter. I wanna. We're gonna keep a little bit of secret going on here. Okay. I wanna know. Wait, you? Stuff. I think you gotta follow me. Uh, if I'm not, then rude. Yeah. Right. Calls out, mate. Damn. No, nice I don't. Grill. I don't know if we follow each other. Listen. No, we do not. Neither of us. It is mutual. Oof disdain <laughs> well you guys are standing up on the cliff okay. there i kind of glance around ah yes i'm I, I think casting turn undead over in this general area of this cliff where you guys aren't will be the safest course of action is this map to scale now yes. am i really only 40 feet away yes are you sure that's where is you want to be is there a slightly oh, I higher be cliff further away too yeah like i'd like, like to be 100 <laughs> feet away maybe. why don't you go to the like, bottom side then the map. Yeah, I think... I'm, I'm gonna come along. We're gonna go really far. It's so hard <laughs> not to metagame when you're like, oh, this is Cornelius, and then you're like drawing out the line and measuring my. No, I'm gonna. I, I'm. I back to Bertholdt's plan. I'm standing close. Yeah. All right, you know. I'm even though I'm not it. sure, I'm intrigued as to what's going on. Oh, happen. you should come to the other side. There's 120 feet of clear over here. Oh yeah, well I, well, I still want to be able to see that. <laughs> All right. Okay. You get that, Ryan? Um. Yes, I'm responding. Okay. Cool. Cool. Do 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 do. Can we make sure that we didn't invite Minnie to this and didn't say that we were about to do it? Everyone's on the boat. She ha she's she's heard the whole conversation. She's been like 20 feet away from you while this has been going on. Oh it's, my god. It's a small boat. And I'm sure by this time you've read Unfailing Premonition very carefully, since there's a lot of details there. Yes. 
Um, and Trump, tell us, what are you casting Turn Undead or are you going to cast a spell? Oh, it's very simple. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to message you something just in case to yes. keep some sort of element of surprise. Absolutely. And I may or may not message you anything. But I am uh, holding the stone and then pretty much doing exactly what I believe I'll be doing at the ritual, which is uh, uh, raising my hands to the sky, looking at the sun, and casting Turn Undead at the sun. Send me some gibberish that we can create plausible deniability. Yep. Okay. Bert Holt raises his hands to the sky. Tell and and you say do Yes, I fully prepare. I am going to do my grand uh little speech. All undead from this land. Be gone as the sun shall now burn you forever. And as I raise my holy symbol, I suddenly, like, kind of burnt, like, I, I drop my holy symbol. <laughs> so you stop channeling it? Yes. Okay. He drops the holy symbol. Berthold! Berthold! <laughs> what I is it? I stop looking over. Oh, oh. We run I, over. I, uh. <laughs> For a long time, because I'm 120 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I show up exhausted and out of breath. <laughs> I, I don't understand, I say. I, I glance at this stone. This is. I don't understand. Uh. Tempos. I've never felt such a strong belief that this is a bad idea. I, uh, I take a step forward and put a hand on his shoulder opposite him and say, uh, we've all learned some humility on this journey, brother. Don't take it to heart. Let's get in the boat and return to the ship. I believe this was the right outcome. I'm, I'm so thankful that your God told you to do this so that you could, like me, believe that we shouldn't meddle with the stone ahead of the ritual. Ah, I believe he wanted you to have this certitude. We should be thankful to Tempos, truly. We are. We are thankful. Thank you, Tempos, for this revelation. (laughs) Uh, It was so bad that this ritual, this entire ritual was a mistake. I, I mutter. Mm. It's a mistake, but maybe your god just wants you to preserve your life until the moment of the ritual. Do you think Berthold were doing it wrong? Or do you think the cause is itself is wrong? We we must be doing it wrong. We'll have to redo the entire ritual, I utter. Mm. Uh, it's all wrong. 
Tempos does not like the way that this has gone. And with that, let us go to our break. We will see you on the other side. Some more Light of Illumis. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Light of Illumis. May it bless us all. Um, right before anyone gets to me, I drop the stone and cast Attack Magic. What? <laughs> no, we were to... already next to you. He drops it and casts Attack Magic. But in yeah, he begins to cast a spell. Um, well... Wait, he's. Are, are you casting? Roll initiative against... if you want to do something, Jen. Yeah, do... I want to interrupt it. Yeah. All right. Roll initiative against his detect magic. Um, please give me oh, a God. penalty of two to your initiative because he did do that rather surreptitiously. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, wait, how? D10 plus five. Yeah, I'll just do it manually. It's going to be easier. And Bert Holtz, I'm going to need you to roll me initiative roll. To my knowledge, like no one actually Illumis. They were they were gonna come over here and they can run and hit you at the same okay. time. Um Sister Helen, you rolled what oh, are you one six. plus five, six. Yeah, and you were just gonna shove him, yeah? Yeah, just running okay. I'm like football football dash. <laughs> so he like, like you know holds the stone. Tackling. He goes to cast the spell. Combat music. Um, <clears throat> he goes to cast the spell. He drops it. He looks around. He's like, what? Wait a minute. Did you guys have Can a nice I... long conversation? <laughs> there was a nice long conversation that was had. So everyone is already standing right yeah, here. Yeah, I feel like we were next to each yeah. other. Because we already had yeah, a like chat it. about like what happened and the fate of the gods showing. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't yeah. use the stone. So We, I, we just six. established mm -hmm. we shouldn't use the stone mm -hmm. uh, without and purpose. He's, not, he's dropped it though, right? He's dropped yeah. it. He drops it to the ground. And Helen, you see him closing his eyes or whatever it is that he needs to do to cast a spell, grabbing his holy symbol and beginning to chant the words to a spell. But you, you're with your newfound paranoia, oh, are yeah. able to go first. Are you sure you want to interrupt him when he's casting magic near the stone? Is it possible that your interruption will cause more harm than good? I don't think it can. I, I don't see what do you do i don't see the harm it could do what do you do uh, i just push him to interrupt his spell casting still gonna roll to hit yeah roll the hit um basic attack yeah basic attack melee Ugh. it's terrible <laughs> you shove him but Bertholdt is a strong man and you don't use quite enough force and he's got his armor on and you like push and your hands slide up over the shoulders. Oh my God. As Berthold, the words why are you doing this? To his spell we, finish. We just agreed we shouldn't cast on the stone without purpose. Oh, I'm not casting it on the yeah, stone. Not. I'm just casting detect magic. Why are you doing it now? This is such a strange timing. <laughs> it is indeed the stone. And it is overwhelmingly magical. Ah, very good. I'm I'm done. I pick up the stone I handed to Helen. Oh my God, Bertolt! Why are you making me live such a roller coaster of emotion? Is it simply to keep Balkis entertained? <laughs> I am entertained for what it's worth. <laughs> right, that is enough distractions. Let us get back to the ship and continue on our journey. I put it back into the box and hold on to it for dear life. <laughs> my, my, so, so jumpy over a simple detective magic. 
Hmm. Well, shouldn't I be after everything we've been through? I would it's have not over. I think we our journeys. You would have gained some level of trust. Let's not open old wounds. Don't forget, Sister Helen. He commanded me to give you the stone. That's how much he wanted you to have it. That is true. I do believe his overall intentions are pure, but I can say that our ways, our way of doing things, certainly do not fit. Well, um, yeah, that's the ship. It is days later as you come down the coastline past the hourglass desert, big rolling sand dunes for as far as the eye can see until you reach the delta, not really the delta, but the the exit of the river Crux. And there is the town of Heatstroke. And there is the Great Pyramid. But everything you can see is covered with this, this like ooze, this like pinkish rotting ooze, and you can smell it as you come close. Uh, Is this the day, like based on our travel, is this the day that we believe we will be doing the ritual? Because I have a spell list that I need to prepare specifically for that day. Yeah, me too. It is still two days out from the perfect day as you have prescribed it. So you could wait on your okay, boat for two days, mm. or you could go on to shore and check it out, or mm. you could just go and do it now. Whatever you want. No, we don't do it now. I think we should land and check things out. Yes. I agree. We should clear out the area to make sure it's secure for the ritual, but we shouldn't prepare our spells for the ritual well, yet. Yeah. I warn the group and say, <clears throat> it might be that there is overwhelming force in here. I think if we realize that we're in for a fight for our lives, we should return to the ship and then just fight on the actual day because we could kill the things here, go back and rest and only to find more. No point risking our lives for nothing. Let's make sure we have a a clear path to the ship then, an easy retreat. So I think we land as close as we can and then Mm -hmm. tentatively explore the land. Mm -hmm. Yep, I've got my watchful that I've uh, cast at the beginning of the day. Excellent. Make sure your spell lists are prepared, everyone. Do we see the pyramid from here? You absolutely do see the pyramid. And the pyramid, like all the other buildings in the city, are covered with this rotting pink flesh that you can smell. It's like... It's like a slaughter yard. The stench of dead flesh fills the air. And just flesh, no bones? You don't see any bones. Um, And the flesh does look to be old and decayed. Maybe not that old, but it looks like a carcass. It looks like roadkill. Um, Interesting. Uh, it climbs up over every building. It climbs up over some plants, but not all plants. It permeates the area. It comes to a, a fairly clear line where the high water mark is. You get off the boat. Minnie gets off yeah. the boat. Your workers get off the boat, tools in hand. They're not going to leave anything behind on the boat, just in case. Um, so based on what you just said, I would grab a bucket of water. Hmm. And, I, and I suggest my everybody do the same. What are you thinking, Cornelius? Well, as he mentioned, the... It, well, I say, if you notice... 
the the flesh comes up to a, a line where the high water mark is it seems to be um repelled by water if you will maybe it can uh, be helpful for us to uh, have some water if we need to keep it away it's a good observation Pops. i'll grab a bucket popsy called girl and sound where are you getting these buckets from <laughs> too easy. We just I, uh, the ship. They come with buckets. <laughs> I don't. I you don't know, get a bucket. I jump off the ship. I climb down onto the beach. Isn't that standard fare for ships? Yeah, well, this is like not they're... a ship that's in great condition. This is an abandoned boat that you found, and you've been paddling down the side of the coastline. There might be one bucket aboard the ship, but I just one. one. Enough to test the theory. All right, I'll I'll fill my water skin with ocean water. Mm. Um. I start to walk up the beach to where the edge of the flesh is. Go ahead and move your token, please. Yeah. You know me, Neil. I'm always the one to walk into the trap. Mm. I start going. Your token's down here, dude. The whole party's down here. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I start walking forward to here. Yeah. I, uh, I poke the flesh with my axe. It splits before your axe pretty easily and oozes like a clear yellowish fluid. Uh, so it looks like it's it's rotting. It's dead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I feel uh, happy about this. So I walk back to the party and say, uh, "This isn't how I've heard it described before. I, I knew there was a mission here to destroy whatever this is. Maybe it was successful. It seems like I, it's like." I want to walk up with the bucket of water and and dump it on the um, the pink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just to see what happens. Flashes on the pink and rolls off of it. There's no hissing and no popping. Um, it's just like you dumped water on a dead pig. Hmm. Oscar Cornelius, what was this? Just a giant ooze enveloping this entire city? I don't know what it is, but it didn't have the effect that I thought it was going to. Come, let's make our way to the temple. Yeah, it's a straight shot. Right down this path. You can yeah. see the pyramid beyond. Ooh, I take a, a step onto the sight. flesh. It's kind of squishy beneath your feet. Yeah, it's gross. Okay, I get... I mentally prepare myself for the next step. I go yep. forward. Great. Okay. I'll follow behind. Squish, squish. Squish, squish, squish. Checking yep. down the sides of these alleyways as we pass them. Squish, squish, anything squish. moving. Squish, squish, squish. Stop mm. here. You Wait for the party to catch up. Yep, I'm with. Yes. Okay, look around the corner. Squish, squish, squish. Yeah, Seems all right, safe. keep going. Helen, get over here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I have to refresh. Squish, I will uh, climb up these stairs, Neil. Get a little bit of a better look. I like that. Mm-hmm. Look out, first, stand over first, here, first. take a look yeah. around. Do I see you, anything moving? Things here. Give me a perception check. Uh-huh. Everyone or just him? Everybody, please. 22. 25. Anything better than 25? 19. Wait, don't you have blessed watchfulness? Doesn't it give you a bonus? Uh, it has a really specific effect. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll just roll base for now. Oh, there oh. we go. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. <laughs> um, the city is fairly abandoned. There's not really much moving. Some trees blowing in the wind or something like that. 
but you see in and around the pyramid, sort of like, it's a stepped pyramid. It's got um, a few like large ups and overs and ups and overs. And you can see that there's on, on part of the pyramid somewhere, there was something moving. And then like it kind of disappeared around a corner of the pyramid. And then it was gone. And it might come back around the other side or it might come back around the same side, but there was definitely some movement of something on the pyramid. Uh, I call out and say, I don't see anything moving down there. It must all be dead. We should advance. I, I tell the party, I, I see something at the pyramid. Uh, I guess we need to go there and take care of it before we do our ritual. What do you I don't say? know if it's good or bad, but we should see what it is. Well, have um, your weapons I, ready. A turn is 10 minutes or one yes. minute. Ten, ten, minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. All right. I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'm going to cast a level three spell, Detect Spirits. Hmm. Mm-hmm. With my new accrued paranoia. Excellent. <laughs> Sister Helen is wondering if somebody wouldn't be haunted or something. Uh-huh. Or that there might be some sneaky spirits. So this should cover us for a good hour. And I, I, I'm i judging based on where we're at that it won't take me an hour to reach the pyramid, right? Definitely not. Okay, cool. All right, then I, I definitely do the um, we know with detect spirits you have to stop and activate it. Like it's continual on um, you, but you have to like take a moment um, around and pause and look around to see what you see. So every okay. every so often, it'll be like a stop and see if you detect any spirits. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good detecting spirits to make sure it's clear, especially since we already had a ghost haunt us and some weird spirit controlling characters trying to get us followed. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right, um, so we take it quite slow so Helen can stop and detect every minute or so. Yeah. Well, you come to within fairly close sight of the pyramid. You get real close, and there have been no spirits detected thus far. I'm going to bring you to a new map layer. Reversed for some reason. Um, and it's as you get to this pyramid that you see coming round the top of it is a creature. And coming round behind it is... You guys see this? Oh, uh, over yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. Way over here. Whoops. Evil! Yeah. <laughs> they have this, the colors of evil. <laughs> this thing right here is a very large, bulky zombie. It's got like this weird iridescent colored skin but it's clearly like part of it is hanging off of it there's like an axe wound in its face um it's not entirely alive and this other thing is like some weird dog-like skeleton um and they are coming round the top of the pyramid and that's like a patrol like a patrol or something yeah and another one of these large eight-foot-tall zombies arrives at the top as well. I bang my axe against my shield. Sort of move in your direction. Um, I will cast... Can I cast something now? I think is it's Minnie with time... us? Yes, she is. Yes, Minnie's oh. here. Your workers are with you. I think it is time for initiative. 
Oh, I was trying to sneak one in. It's all right. No, 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 no. A freebie spell. <laughs> just a little, just a little something, something. Mm, if only. Oh. All right. Fine. Mm. Oh, I I messed up at tagging my character, but I got a two in initiative, mm. which is quite great. Oh, you're doing blast as well. Oh, we're gonna be extra blessed. I don't think it stacks actually. No, it's good. It doesn't stack, but you're beating everyone on initiatives, which is which blast is good, takes so. a full round to cast, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. So as long as one of you doesn't get interrupted, it should be fine. Yeah, but it has to yeah, go off before combat, right? It has to go off before melee combat engages, or it can only affect people who are not engaged in melee combat. Okay. So if someone is at the front to tank the combat, then everyone else can get blessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am in the front. Right. Question, in cleric school, did I learn whether or not fear works on undead? Usually it does not. Doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh... I also had a fear-related spell. Very disappointing. Okay. The first creature um, comes out of a different angle. It comes from the bottom, catching you somewhat by surprise, uh, and it will chase Power. across the map. Uh, it is a skeletal dog of some kind. It is a skeletal demon dog called a thong, and it will race up to Cornelius, who's in the front, and oh reach God. out with his skeletal teeth on a 22. Oh that is God. one shy of a crit, unfortunately. And he will bite you. That is not the right roll. Bite you for one point of okay. damage, Cornelius. <laughs> um, and as he bites, he grips with his teeth. And he's held on to you. Now, being held on to you is an advantage because now every round he just automatically deals damage, but it's a disadvantage because he's grappled with you and he's much, much easier to hit. Um, but also, this creature is held onto your arm, and if you want to move, you have to drag it around with you. So, that is that creature's turn. Okay. Um, the next one will I'd be go... I rolled a four. Ooh. I'm assuming turn undead was a plus three. Yes. Okay. Uh, it sounds like Bertolt is going at the same time, though. That's right. I'll step up uh, just to get more front and center for my turn undead I'll raise my holy symbol and I'll be like be gone scourge from this land I channel turn undead excellent roll me a d20 into 2d6 9 mm. you will oh. turn 3 or 4 hit die creatures and our Skeleton. Our zombie demons are. Six hit die creatures. So you will turn the thungs that you can see before you now. Mm -hmm. uh, this one that is attached to Cornelius. This one over here. And this one. Actually, you only turn two of them. Uh, the closest two. Terrible rolls, Bertholdt. Terrible, <laughs> terrible rolls. Uh, I will just delete this one because it's going to spend its turn running away, and we will deal with this one on its next round. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this one will come on down and run right up to you on its fast little legs, 
throwing itself at you and biting at you with a 10, which is easily deflected by your shield. Uh, and I think, yes. Uh, wait, wait, where's Sister Helen's initiative roll? She's blessed, so it she's it's, it's, uh, Oh, right, right, right. It's the whole turn, yeah, it's the bless. Excellent. And same with you, Kerberos? Yeah. Yeah. We had the same idea. <laughs> take you out of initiative. Oh, there's like a million thongs now. Yeah, they are coming from around the area that were not necessarily oh. in sight. Um, Damn it, the ambush. Mm-hmm. And they will come all over. They're fast, too. They're very fast. I'm just going to bring the lot over here. Um, mm-hmm. We will get a pile on Cornelius and a pile on Berthold. Something like that. So we got one, two, three, four more attacks on Berthold. One, two, three, four. None of those will hit. And three more attacks on Cornelius. One, two, three. The third My one will snail. hit for three points of damage on you, Cornelius. And there are two that are biting and oh, holding you. It's, it's got a stink. <laughs> There's some bad rolls. Yeah, they are. Uh, Cornelius, it is your turn. Okay, so um, my my plan was to cast uh, Chaos Armor, but with the thungs holding on to me, obviously I would have a low probability of being yeah. able to do that. So um, am I stuck with that, or can I attempt yeah, to combo? Yeah, you are stuck with that. In fact, when they do bite you, they will break your spell, and your spell will fail automatically um, with okay. great unfortunateness. And um, your turn will be completely wasted. Sad to say. Very sad to say. Getting interrupted as a spellcaster is a terrible thing. At the end of the round, our zombies will move 60 feet. 60 feet. Initiative? Mm, We cannot reach. We cannot reach. Oh my god, there's another one. Oh my yes. god, there's infinite ones. Jesus Christ. You're trying to get us to use the stone, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no. We'll be fine. Uh, we it, can win this. It is initiative rule now. Um, <sighs> Minnie calls out. Wait, the bless goes off, right? Oh, yes, your bless goes yeah, off. Bless. Um, yes, it affects up to six uh, creatures. So the three, the one, two, three, four, five, six of you are all blessed. Oh, yeah, because we cannot bless the two that are engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's the maximum. So everybody but our two engaged buddies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. And our uh, backup characters are just going to get the hell out of the way. And our thungs. Well, I definitely want to hear what Minnie has to say before I take my action uh she says flaming sphere (laughs) (laughs) all right i decided which spell i'm casting sorry i was reading the spell description before i do something terrible oh my god i messed up again I'm at 11. 
11. Or okay. do you want me to re-roll or? No, 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 it's cool. I will okay. just find you, add you to the list. You're at 11. Oh, it's a big combat list. Mm. Everyone rolled in. A lot of monsters. I see Jen and the four other players, three other players. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> so first things first is one of the thongs over here that attacked Cornelius before, and it will throw itself on you again, Cornelius, with a 16, uh, which is not quite good enough to grab you. Uh, next up, I think the rest of these guys will be showing up this round, coming out of buildings and from behind pyramid corners, attracted by the call of combat and the scent of flesh oh are more of these undead skeletal monster creatures uh, and the next one will come on over here and now Bertolt is completely surrounded by them well almost completely surrounded hmm. uh, we'll get another attack on Berthold natural 20 oh, oh it'll oh crit you God. for 5 points of damage biting into your flesh holding <laughs> you still slowly whittling you down uh, la, 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 la. Next one is Bertholdt himself. What are you doing? Oh, they left the space for me. <laughs> All right. I, I've been through this dance before. I meant to withdraw backwards, but I will withdraw forwards. All right. Yes, you can fight your way out and away from these creatures. But where are you going? Let me see. I'm gonna. I've been through this before, so I don't want to experience it again. I'm going to just walk over here, dive behind that cliff, and say, "Go for it, Minnie." Alrighty. Oh, good. Um, this one it's is true. one that was turned. It will let go of Cornelius and bolt from Bertholdt as fast as it can, provoking an attack of opportunity from Cornelius. All right. Oh, it's the turned one, yeah. It's uh, not because it understood the fire's coming. <laughs> we should, um, you know, as that one runs away, I say we should try and kill these things. We'll only have to fight them in two days' time. Excellent <clears> shot. <throat> Roll me some damage. Uh, other button. Damn button. <laughs> yes, you smash the skeleton into a thousand pieces and it dies. The thong died? Yes, it does. Okay, great. It is weak. Uh, Minnie goes, and she will cast Flaming Sphere, which produces a ball of fire, uh, and she will place it right where Bertholdt was, and that will do... <laughs> Good debates, Bertholdt. <laughs> it's like you, you saw fate coming your way, and you dodged it. Save or 2d4, d right? Uh, 2d4 if uh, she bumps it into you. Everything else is just d4. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, essentially. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Terrible names. And 1d4 to the lot of them is one. Oh, come on. Should roll separately. You Maybe say that not. only because I rolled low, but it does yeah. kill three off the bat. Wow. Okay. And Fair enough. The others are wounded. Can we draw where the sphere is so that yes. we can yeah. absolutely did she cast it like as a bowling ball or just have it appear there uh, it appeared there she it's cast it one round thing. the next round she can move it with her mind okay it's a pretty cool spell when you cast it token tokens oh. 
uh, but I, it's not showing up for me. I'll move it. it when it arrives. Yeah, I see it as the spectator, but I don't see it as, the, oh, there it is, as the DM. Oh, here you go. There we go. All right. Is that small? I thought it was like bigger. Uh, I think it's six feet in diameter. Five feet. Three. Right? Yeah, six feet diameter. Okay. Yeah. That's about I that size. It's... Okay. Maybe it's Fair a little enough. bit bigger. Uh, all right. The next thong will go, and it will bolt forward and throw itself at Minnie, the first oh, easily no. available target. Say that with more sadness, Jen, please. Um, completely missing Minnie. Uh, one of the minions will go, and it will back up over here behind the tree. Uh, the next thong will race in full speed, coming right for the cleric. Ugh, oh, no. Oh, the shame. Say that with more sadness, please. I don't, I don't feel try. like you really mean these things. <laughs> um, the mobs continue to swarm in with misses after misses. Minion goes. I should have had them all go on the same turn. There's so many. There's just so many. All right, I'm going to just have them all go because it, otherwise it's going to take forever finding each mm. individual one. <clears throat> um, they will mob in like this. Yeah, uh, and they've already moved here. You can go here, here. And I think this is pretty much the situation that we get for them. So that's going to be uh, one, two, three, four, five attacks on Corne four attacks on Cornelius because he's already been attacked by one. Mm -hmm. And then the rest are just in the pile. One, two, three, four. One more hit on you for one more point of damage, and it becomes Cornelius' turn. Okay. I'll cast Whirlwind. No, I'm just teasing. Um, yeah, I'm just swinging my mace. Excellent. <clears throat> There's one that's on me, hooked onto me? Yes, there is. I okay, will so you said they're easier to hit that way? Is there uh -huh. like a... Uh, yeah, okay. it's AC goes way down. Okay. Well, I will... That is a great smash with your mace. All right. And five damage will shatter the bones into absolutely nothing. Next thung will quickly move to take the spot. Um, Sister Helen. No. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Oh, nice. I thought you meant that they were about to hit me. Okay. No, no. Uh, I never, ever tried that spell before, so we're going to kind of try it out together right now. Uh, produce flame. All right. A bright flame, equal in brightness to a torch, spring forth from the caster's palm. Ah. And then I can throw it. Kind of like what Minnie did, so I guess I'm inspired by her fireball hurling. So I can mm -hmm. hurl the magical flame as if it was a missile within the range of 40 yards. Uh, flame flashes on impact, igniting combustibles within a three-foot diameter on the center of impact. Then it goes out. Creature struck by the flame suffers 1d4 plus 1 point on damage. And then Excellent. if combustion occurs, they are going to have to extinguish the fire or get additional damage. Excellent. Uh, upon which thong would you like to throw your first moat of flame? Can it be mm. more than one? Because it says like a three feet diameter thing. So I envisioned, like I kind of picked it because I was hoping it's a little bit more than a single target spell because it talked about like an area of effect because most of my spells are yeah. single target. I think in a situation like this where we've got a, a pair that are like up on each other's business, 
then yeah. you can hit both of these with one. Okay, I'm gonna target the each other's business duo. Excellent. Please. Uh, well, give me a roll to hit. You can just use your basic missile attack. Yes. Okay. A plus one. So I'll just do it regular, Don't but there's the a there's yeah. a bless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's eleven. Uh, 11 will miss. I need you to roll me a D8. Yes, they have 13 AC. Uh, They're not but bones. The horror. And five is for direction and for distance on grenade-like missiles. This is so disappointing. I was very excited about this spell. (laughs) You may accidentally hit one of them. The good news is uh, it looks like you can keep uh, using it like five turns in a row. Mm-hmm. Can I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You can, that's oh, one missile out of okay. five. Okay, it's not as terrible as I thought for a second because I, I expected it to just be run around and I was like, this is pretty shit. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's like a mini fireball. Miniature. Um, not yeah, really. It's like fireball, <laughs> small <Microball>. fireball grenades. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a short-range miss, so roll me a six-sided die. It's like throwing stones, essentially. Five feet off yes. in the... The stones are on fire, though. Forward yeah. right direction. So, like, so, on this one. <laughs> five feet off, and it is going to oh. be... I think you just Absolutely hit hitting. No. If it was, if right, this is says. the aim... Right, so you just turn yeah, this... Yeah, that's the aim. Yeah, so if it were if she were shooting from here to here, then she would miss in this direction. So we're going like forty-five degrees uh, um to the right. Yeah, so it's like here. Well it's ninety think, degrees would be to Cornelius. No no no. This degrees. is forty five degrees. This to this is forty five. Yeah. And we're I think already she's at forty five. I think she's getting a difference between. between between Cornelius and Bert. Maybe this guy. Yeah, I think that's Corsi. <laughs> I feel like I it think this is this like guy. a forty five right over here. I brought out a protractor and hang on, hang on. <laughs> can I draw a little can I draw she's targeting this point, right? She's targeting yeah, the point uh, where yes. the arrow is right now. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, wait, yes. Hang on. Yes, we all agree on the target. Yeah, she's talking about a nice 90 degree for you. So you just have to show So that's a straight line. That's 90 degrees. This is a straight line. It's 45 degrees. So it's like this. Yeah, from her. This is 45 degrees. Oh, from the area. That's right. Uh, I'm terrible at maths. I'm just going to trust you guys. It it depends on if it says from the area or from the caster. It's from the caster, definitely. Without um, from the line uh, off the caster, which would be like this. Yeah. Yeah. So forty-five degrees is maybe not oh, all the way to degrees. Cornelius. This yeah, is a forty-five degree miss. So yeah, we're somewhere over here. Uh, and so, so it was this guy. ten nine feet, nine feet. It's like right over here, right somewhere over here. I think you're gonna hit one thong and Cornelius with your blast. Yep. Right, roll me D4 plus one. See the thong. Yeah. You'll hit them both. Yeah. So D4 plus one. Uh, one D4 plus one. Oh, it's right. a great Maximum blast. Damage. You blow up one of the thongs. Cornelius's butt is set upon fire. Please take five damage, Cornelius. I can suddenly relate to uh, Minnie's spell testing. <laughs> Cornelius, you've just been burned from behind. Oh, no. What do you do? I'm so sorry, Cornelius. Okay. 
say, ouch! The Kiosk got a hold of my fire throwing abilities. Watch where you're throwing those things. I'm sorry. That's making a good point. That probably should be from the point of impact next time. That's what I think, but I'm sure that's how the grenade rules work, but maybe mm. it doesn't get matters. Oh, yeah, well, you actually might be right, but we've already made the ruling, so let's move on. Yep, next one. Yeah. Uh, Cornelius' turn. Smashing? Okay. Um, yes. Is there any on me? Uh, no, none of them are currently grabbed on you. They all missed their attacks last round. Okay. I believe uh, that, that should uh, be a hit. Absolutely. That is a super crit. For Alrighty. maximum damage, only another D6 plus one. Huge damage. And that's doubled because these are bone creatures. So that's 20 points of damage shattering one of the thungs. Kerberos. I summon my animal spirit. Excellent. About here. Mm -hmm. Like in the middle of the monsters. Mm-hmm. I will get you an animal spirit. Can he attack this round? Usually summons can attack on the round that's summoned. I think that's what we did last round. Yeah. Yeah, we said it would be like the amount of rounds it's alive is the amount of rounds yeah. it attacks, basically. Yes. Um, and 17. I will give you control of it. Not all players controlled by Kerberos. 17 will hit. For seven damage. And it will shatter one of them. Uh, and that is the end of that. But our zombies begin to move. This one will come right up to Cornelius. It'll take 1d4 points of burning damage as it walks close to that flaming sphere. Um, three points. And it will make its attack at you. Now these, ooh, not quite that far actually. Uh, these zombies are much akin to the other ones that you've seen before, but they are bigger. And they are stronger. They are more terrifying zombies. These are undead demons. Um, and it will claw at you with the wildness, completely wildly missing as the others patch up. And it's initiative time. Uh, Minnie is going to yell out, Good luck, Cornelius! Fireball! <laughs> oh my god. I like that he, she's announcing it now. At least she gives us a little chance of survival. Oh my god, Fireball. Um, uh, Neil, I have oh, a she question. Says, Good luck, Cornelius. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah. I'm gonna change that role. Uh, if I want to keep using the produce flame, can I still do an other action, or is the mm. action I'm doing for the round? No, it's your yep. action to throw the flame. I think. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Neil, I think that disengage button went away again or something. Oh, uh, maybe. Make sure you're clicking your character. Yeah, you got oh. your token, dude. Hold on. Oh, you're right. That's what I wasn't doing. All right. You're going to disengage on your turn? Yeah. Okay. The thongs rolled late. Cornelius rolled dead last, unfortunately. Yeah. Bertful, yeah. it's your turn. Um, I'm going to take a disengage action from here mm -hmm. and say, all right, Minnie, I'll make sure nothing gets in your way. I'll try to get like 
between myself and that one. You try to aggro the thumb. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Minnie will throw a fireball. And um, her oh, aim... She's so fast. <laughs> her aiming point is going to be... Hmm. What can we get? What's a 40-foot range? Yeah. Ooh, snap to center. Yeah, that's her range. So this is 20 feet, everything within 20 feet of this, which will include your animal spirit, unfortunately. Um, but also pretty much all the thongs will take 5d6 fire damage. Can my spirit get a save? Yes, it can. What's its dex? Uh, no, wait, sorry. It's probably a fail. That is definitely a fail. Uh, what's the HP on the spirit? Is it dead? Yeah. 15, 15. Cornelius, I need you to make me a saving throw versus spell or suffer 15 points of damage. Oh, God. Okay. Is, is um, he get the best one? He didn't have the best one, right? He's no, the best. he did not. Uh, what do I... How do I cast the saving throw? On your combat tab, there's a, a okay. yellow box called saving throws. It's that pink dot on the bottom of that box. Next to save. Uh, left side of the character sheet. Save. Modifier. Uh... Even Lecter, it just says save, and then like a seven or a fourteen or something. Saving um, throw versus spell. It's like paralyzation, like, poison, okay, death. The combat tab, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the last oh, one of those. Okay. Spell. Okay, now I get it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, zero successes. You take full oh fifteen God. points of damage. Fifteen. Okay. Yes. Oh my God, Cornelius! No. <laughs> Kerberos. We're getting low. It's your turn. I flank attack this zombie. Step forward. You bring your axe to bear. Oh, yeah. Plus one for flank. Yes, you do. And plus one for bless. Yeah. Um, I do want to say the zombie is so tall, you cannot hit its head. You are a dwarf. You are too short. You have uh, to hack into its body. Yeah. All right. Uh, 15 Dean? will do it. Eight damage. Ooh, excellent. Pretty nice. Almost killed. Uh, minion will hide. Minion will hide. Minion will hide. Helen. I get ready to face the one that's probably going to attack me here. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I was thinking of producing flame, but mm -hmm. I did learn my lesson about throwing it on my friends. Let's say I go like here. Is there still a chance that I throw it as my friends if I'm uh, targeting you... those people? Probably That's not, unlikely. if you target the ones further away. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, this is short thinking. range, so you only have a, yeah. a miss area of six. Like six feet, oh, so there's okay. no way you can okay, hit okay, your okay, friends. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I'm going to try to do that and not Excellent. kill my friends. That would be good. Uh, okay, and my range... Am I in sufficient range? I think it's yep, 40 yep. feet, it said. Oh, yeah, yeah Super good. short range. I could even be a... A little bit further, even. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go yeah, for it. That works. Okay. Producing flame. Uh, so it's just my spell casting. Uh, it's just a it's missile a... attack. Basic missile attack. Yeah. Yeah. Working on it. Basic missile attack. It has plus one, so it's eighteen. Yeah. Excellent blow. You land it right on the zombie. Go ahead this and roll guy. me D4 plus one damage. Five ah. damage. 
the zombies. And he might flesh be in flames. Yes. I don't know how we determined that, but he might be burning now. I will make rolls on its turn. Yeah. Finally, because uh, there's no more stungs, they're all burned. Ah. Cornelius, take your turn. Okay. Um, so I chose to disengage. Mm -hmm. So I am going to come back here. Yeah. Don't die today. Excellent. Well then, um, it's just party members. Oh, wait, there's one thung left. Oh, it fights Bertholdt. I shouldn't have removed it. I forgot about it. Uh, it will bite you, Bertholdt, with an 11, and it is blocked by your shield. Initiative time. No, the zombies haven't gone. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you. The zombies <laughs> will... <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> Mob forward. Uh, and with the four of them all here, they will make one attack against you at plus three. You will get attacks of opportunity against all of them. Uh, no, against three oh, of them. Are they, are, they, are they overbearing? They are overbearing the tiny dwarf. That's the only real way they can attack you because you're so small. <laughs> all right. Well, I attack the one that's almost dead first. Mm-hmm. 21. Oh, that's a great three damage. hit. Three is not enough. Not brings Wait, but it's 21 a crit. No, not a natural 18, is it? Uh, Sorry, buddy. Uh, go ahead and do the other one. two. Oh, let me turn off the flank. Uh, seven's a miss and ten. Ten's a hit. Uh, actually, seven's a hit too. They have six okay, AC. So They're zombies. Six damage each. Right. Oh, didn't they take some uh, flaming sphere damage? At least this one. Feels yes. like he's mighty one of them close would, to the fire. Absolutely. That one would have taken flaming sphere damage. Uh, one point. Excellent. Where is it? Uh, no, no, they get to make their attack against you. It's going to be oh, this right. at yeah. plus three. Uh, that will hit your AC, though. No, AC 16. Yeah, but they, they're overbearing. They don't. Your armor doesn't oh. matter. They just have oh, to grab okay. you. Yeah, it's a touch attack. Yeah. And give me an opposed strength check. They get this at plus three. Um, oh. Ooh. They roll a total of 23, so... Oh. Wait, bless? Plus one? Does not oh. apply to strength checks, only the saving throws. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was so they excited about the bliss. Drag you to the ground, and now there are zombies crawling all over your corpse. All right. Well, you're not a corpse yet. Initiative. I oh, scream out, Mooney, don't fireball him, please. <laughs> um, um, yeah. If I want to cast Turn Undead, how do I do that? Uh, it's at plus three. Same as your your disengage. Yeah, same as your disengage button. Uh, I can't use my axe when I'm on the ground, presumably. Correct. Got your Burt Holt. Yeah, I rolled the Warhammer. Didn't hit my character, though. It's neat. Yep. Uh, I think I switched the wrong character. There we go. Needless to say, our wizard will control at three. Um, our minions are just chilling. Oh, that was. Mischief doesn't really matter because they're going last. Right. It just matters amongst the party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Helen is the first one to throw a flame. Now, if you hit them, they're all oh, piled no, no. together. I no? changed. Oh. I took oh. a staff. Staff. Go ahead. Yeah, Get up in there. I'm what are you going to hit? My friend. I'm going to try to finish off the terrible one. <laughs> right. You move up yeah. to the zombie. 
It's yeah, leaning it's... over the dwarf. It's large jaws. It's, you know, weird limbs that go backwards, sort of like a yeah. dog. It's a weird epic, mm-hmm. uh, not epic, um, drooling beast ready to eat the dwarf's face. Pull me. Uh, yeah. That's uh, good enough. Let's... Okay, sure. Yes, you will bash the zombie in and it'll hit the ground. Kerberos. I'm still going to roll the damage. Um, now that they are overbearing me on yes. the ground, grabbing me, yes. I can reach their head. I pull a dagger from like my greave or something and I mm. try to shove it into the brain of one of these There things. you go. Roll it. 22. That is a critical hit. Roll me double damage. Oh, very cool. Five. Uh, that is not enough in this situation. <sighs> I am sorry. Almost, but not quite. Almost. Very cool, though. Yeah. Uh, skeletal thong goes. I didn't mean to erase it. It will bite at you again, Bertolt, with a 16. Nope. Not good enough. Cornelius. All right, we're casting Turn Undead. Great. Roll me a d20 and a 2d6. Excellent. Excellent. Your holy light shines upon these creatures. What are the words that accompany your holy light? Turn away, zombies. Flee from here. Nice. Much better than last time. Way yeah. <laughs> better. All the zombies are affected by your turn at this point. Um, and come their turn, they will flee. Bert Holt? I bring my mighty warhammer down on this dog. Don't mess it up. Oops, well, I must you... have... Oh, that's a... I didn't mean to, but it's still one. It's still a one. It's a wild miss. You hit dirt as the wizard rolls the flaming sphere into the pile, dwarf and all, obliterating everything in there with 2d4 fire damage. Wait, do I not, do I not get a save? Uh, you do get a save, yes. Success! You take no damage as these zombies... Um, take it for you. These are at minus yeah. two because they are nice. all piled on you. Uh, they will all take before. They all succeeded? No, they, no, all, they failed. all failed. Oh, they all failed. Okay. Oh, zero success. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then they will flee on their turn. They will get up. Do I get and... an attack of opportunity? Yes, you do. You will get three attacks of opportunity. Can I go for the head? I mean, they are like right by me. They're like standing up from being on top of me, right? Maybe just the first one. Maybe the first one. The one that I just stabbed him in the head, right? Yeah, so, like, that's my where your dagger right already was, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that'll do. Gonna... Another four. Ugh, so close. Ugh, come on. And then These I do another are... two attacks on the other ones, 14 and 13, I think both hits. Hits and hits, yeah. The three and four. Three and four, and they will flee. I get back to my feet. Chase them down. We'll only have to kill them tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna um, chase those guys. Well, it is initiative say, then. Uh, Cornelius, drop the turn undead. Can I just do that? Like, yeah, stop? you just stop turning it. Oh yeah, nice. Oh, okay. I get back to my feet. Get I my stop. Back out. Ah, Did that so thong run away, away? By the way, this one uh, that's on. Uh... It will on its turn. If you if you do not drop your turn undead, it will flee. If you do drop your turn undead, it won't flee. Well, I can wait until um, Berthold gets his attack of opportunity and then drop it? Um, Yes, as long as you're not casting a spell. As long as you're just doing melee stuff, you can drop it at the start of your turn rather than at the start of the round. 
Okay, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the spell she wants to cast. Uh, we will cast quarterstaff. I messed up my initiative in the tracker again. I I think every time I click my character sheet, it disengages my my tracker because I uh -huh. popped it out. It's uh -huh. my theory. Uh huh. Alrighty. Uh, Helen, you are first, please. Make short work of these beasts. Yeah, I'm still clicking. Uh, Alright, so I guess I will um, go towards them a little bit, because my thing is 40 feet, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you take oh, a step no. forward. Yeah, I take a little, little, little step. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to cast Produce Flame again! It's... Uh, one of the last yeah. rooms. Yeah. I think this should probably be the last round, so roll it, hit them, and let's clean yeah. up the, these mobs. Oh, wonderful. Critical hit. Roll me double damage, Jen. 2d4 plus 2. Seven. Excellent. Um, um, this guy, I guess. Yep. The wizard will bring out the quarterstaff, smack one of the creatures in front of her. Um, two points of damage. And our next player will go. It is Kerberos. I just move up here, ready to attack. Excellent. Cornelius. Hey, I am healing my wounds. All right. Um, that will require a dropping of your turn, which is fine. And go for right. the roll. Um, what is that roll for it? Uh, is it you moderate? moderate. Which, which cure wounds are you using? Uh, yeah, moderate. 1d10 plus 1. Okay. And Bert Holt, while he's doing that, which is a great heal. Oh my goodness. This is not your day, dude. Not your day. Sure isn't. He's keeping it for the ritual. <laughs> oh, you are critical for another 5 points of damage, and the thing is clutched onto you. Oh. Um, <laughs> You're so cursed. And the zombies. <laughs> Uh, they will approach. If they all come at the same time, can I choose which one to use my attack on? Uh, yeah, they're all coming at you. You can sort of avoid the first one and take your attack all right, in the second. Yeah, you know, I go with the bottom right one. You do seven points of damage on a critical hit. Surely. Yes, Twelve. you drop a zombie to the ground. Um, nice. I can't imagine that you guys don't that these guys get a kill on you at this point because they're just going to swarm the dwarf. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill we're just going to we're gonna right. wipe the battlefield. We're not going to bother taking five or ten more minutes to, to finish it off. The party is right. slightly injured can make it out of this situation. I think once we're done, I say uh, we should head up to the top of the pyramid and maybe we can get our things set up if there's no more monsters. Yeah. Three. We should prepare to set up ahead of the ritual day. Does the flesh grow up the steps of the pyramid? It does. Covers we might the need to clear does, the top layer from the flesh. Yeah. Does the flesh get cleared by the fire? Um, it burns and it smells like barbecue. Gross. Oh, I wait I for would the party like, at the base of the pyramid. I, can I collect some ashes from the big zombie and that folk we just killed? Yes. 
I collect ashes from the big uh, undead zombie folk. Yes. For the ritual. Cool. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, I come up to the top of the pyramid and check it out. Oh, I would like to detect spirits ahead of getting to the top. <laughs> uh, yes, there are no spirits here. <laughs> Just making sure. I'm gonna cast a cure light wounds in the in the like in between of everything. Excellent. Um, as you get to the top of the pyramid and gaze about, you can see that there is movement all throughout the town, scattered here and there, all around the pyramid, even back in the direction of the boats. The sounds of combat have roused the undead creatures that reside within this town. Out of homes and warehouses and buildings, they begin to come. Uh-oh. Um, what are we seeing in terms of numbers, like greater than what we just fought? More? Hundreds. Maybe we should get back to the boat. Yeah. They are in between you yeah. and the boat. It would be another gauntlet uh, to get back. Well, what if we cast turn on that to get through it? Like all of us. We would need to cast it perhaps with uh, an amplifier. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Oh, I don't know what else to do. But we don't first see being able to basically create a path like, you know, crossing a sea of zombie with like turn on dead aura. These are stronger zombies than last time. These ones you need, the, the zombies you fought last time, you were guaranteed to turn. These ones you need, I think, a. Oh, wow. I need a 16 on a d20 to do it. Oh, no. I, I cry out. What time is it? It's not the time yet. This doesn't make any sense. This is not how this prophecy is supposed to go. We've got to do it now, I think. I guess we do. Um, no time to uh, determine if it's a good idea or not. I think we just take what we can get. I, I guess we're going to... We're going to end this, uh... Cornelius, Bertolt, come with me and defend the steps. Uh, Helen, get everything set up. Yeah, I, I had already run through the plan with the followers, I would say. I asked them to put the mirrors as we had prepared uh, mm -hmm. with the diamond and all that. I would like all to right. imagine we know, we mm -hmm. know how to do the setup. I would already start taking out the Philosopher's Stone, and I'm going to do what Mini had said in the first episode or second episode, and I'm going to draw a circle. I'm going to well, draw... Whilst... Sorry, sorry. While uh, Helen's doing that, can I cast some cure spells on sure. these Sure. Yeah, two? go ahead. Yeah. What, what yeah. are you doing with the circle? I wanted to do a circle on the Eight. ground around Four. where the Philosopher's Stone would be with the Philosopher's Stone, like an mm. empowering circle mm, around mm -hmm. it. Like on the drawing that I sent you. Oh, so you said one round is ten minutes. Uh, one, one round is one turn minute. Turn is ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, a turn is ten minutes. A round is one minute. Okay, got mm -hmm. it. Uh, so I'm gonna create a really large circle that every cleric could stand on, starting now, uh, as well as Minnie if she wants to stand on it. Um, while the followers are setting up the mirror pedestal and the mirrors in the corner of the chamber. Ryan, heal yourself 14 HP. I, oh, 14? Okay, great. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Oh, 
I'm full. Nice. Okay. Right. Uh, from the. Oh, thanks. While guarding Beautiful. the front of the steps here, I, with my Warhammer out and facing down these zombies approaching, I, I start reciting my speech. Uh, I thank my fellow clerics for so readily following the path set forth by Tempos. I've had the honor of finishing the final leg of the journey from when a piece of the staff that supports the world, uh, it fell off and a great journey has occurred in order to bring the stone here today. I, I pause for a moment and think about ad-libbing about the time and I skip that entire part. While we are clerics all serving different gods, uh, Tempos now uh, sends the mission over to you. Cleric of Loomis, uh, this is now your time to shine. All right, I'm gonna already step on the on the mirror in the middle that our followers set up. I'm gonna put the ashes of the undead there right away, and I'm gonna start my speech as the undead approaches. Pretty long, so she's gonna speak really fast. <laughs> Uh, dear Loomis, I am thankful. I am thankful because today marks the first step of a uh, well, sorry, a final step of a sacred mission to save the world from the unholy undead. From the day your life first shone upon me in the Longborn Kingdom, home of the legendary warrior Vincent Longborn, I knew I was meant to be your vessel to accomplish a div divine intervention. Oh, great observer Loomis, let me introduce you to, mo to the most faithful clerics I could gather. Cerebrus. A, a cleric of Philumbra, of course. The moon, the keeper of the sky where you rest. A trusted partner, Berthold. A cleric of Tempos, setting the pace to which we live. From dusk until dawn, ensuring our fates occur as per the will of the gods. Unshakable. And finally, Cornelius, a cleric of Malchus. God of chaos, because we all knew this quest was an impossible task. And for it to become possible, we needed chaos to be on our side. And luck. We offer you today, Loomis, the miracle that is the Philosopher's Stone and a, the most powerful final ritual we could foster from the sacred pyramid of Heartstroke. Heartstroke. Oh, mighty Loomis, all of my life I bask in your light, and today I offer it all back to you. Please accept my sacrifice, take my light, your light, and save them all. Grande Loomis, save your pure, holy energy upon the lands and deliver us from the undead. Let the sunshine, let the sunshine in. And, I... <laughs> and then you kind of hear the followers going, let the sunshine. It's not really that charming as the final song, but someday I believe people will chant those words in a more that's, happy life. That's how I will remember it. Just like that. Minnie has cast the fly spell and fucked off. It's not going to do me much good, but I cast Unfailing Premonition on what I'm about to do. Uh, you get I prepare, prepare a myself bitter, to die. sweet feeling. I would like each member of the party make me a wisdom check. I just want to say that my last intention is to hold on to the thorn and cast Sunscorch, but also invite the fellow clerics to step into the probably doomed circle if they want to accompany me. Yeah, I tell those, uh, with the undead advancing, I'm going to tell those three recruits, now's your time to shine in glory. 
go block these steps for us. I take my position in the circle. Ooh, 33. Plus one nice. with the bless. Don't think the bless gives you a plus one. <laughs> not give you a plus one. <laughs> I think it's, only, it's not even all saving throws, it's only fear. We're wrong. Oh, really, really wide. It's really good throws. Ah, yeah. I fucked it up. And I feel like we're holding hands and there's something magical about our wills combining into an average of much higher. I mean, it's 30, <laughs> 31, 33. But Kerberos, <laughs> you falter. What is it? Tell me, why, why does your willpower fail you? What does your wisdom bulk at in the moment? Um, probably the fact that this is covered in rotting demon flesh, and in his mind, we would have cleared the flesh from this platform beforehand. And I think he's just kind of, his mind isn't in the moment. He's worried about the undead, and he's overthinking the, like, he thinks it's not going to work, maybe because of the flesh and just losing his concentration. Mm. Well. Take it off! <laughs> You gotta believe in our mission. It will overcome the flesh. The light of Illumis shines down from the top. It reflects through the mirrors onto the gemstone, which sits on a pedestal, which focuses the light onto the Philosopher's Stone. No time wasn't able to be cast. It's not high noon. It's not the summer solstice. The flesh isn't cleared from the uh, this surface here. There are many things that could have been better about this ritual, but you made it in this hour. You made it to the right place. You have the right words. You have most of the right components. And as the undead zombies appear, the sun shines down onto the peak of the pyramid, stripping the flesh from it in a burning ring of fire that shines outward and away. Unfortunately, with the failed wisdom saving throw in the lot of it, the flesh is stripped from your bones as well, stripped from the bones of your followers that hold the pyramid side and stripped from all the undead around you. Ripperoni. Each one of you burns and dies. But for now and forever, the holy light of Illumis will burn the undead. It will keep them at bay and never again in the sunshine shall they live. Yes. That counts as a fucking win. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say that as the light burns our flesh, I would like to envision that we held hands. Yes. And I gave them a look that says, we're mm. freaking doing it. We're saving the world. <laughs> I like... look at peace. I'm taking this with uh, joy and I'm taking the light in my heart. It's like the scene in, Ter is it in the Terminator where the nuclear bomb goes off? When the woman's like watching all the kids playing baseball and then... Mm -hmm. All our skin gets ripped off. Mm -hmm. it's, good it's better than I could have expected. Uh, hold thinks as he goes up in flames. We did it. Does, does Minnie survive? What is Cornelius thinking? Cornelius, while he may follow the god of chaos, it's also the uh, the god of humans, humanity, and I feel like he... He's happy that uh, we've succeeded in our mission. 
even if we had to sacrifice ourselves. Good, good. Minnie watches from a safe distance with the fly spell, and as the light expands and burns away from the temple, rays are more and more gentle, and by the time it passes over her, it simply singes her with third-degree sunburns, or second-degree sunburns, um, leaving her alive. She can come back to the temple. She can look for the Philosopher's Stone, because certainly in all of the chaos, in all of the, the things that are happening here, it might have fallen, it might have moved, might not be in the same place. Minnie will make a perception check amongst the desert stones to see if she can find the Philosopher's Stone. And she does not. It's gone. She uses it to detect magic and she can't find it. And she determines it must be gone. Must have been completely used up. With a heavy heart, Minnie will return home. She'll head back to High Castle. They'll tell the people there of the journey she went on with these clerics. The dwarf king deep under the mountains will tell his people. Everyone throughout the land will see the sun burning bright and casting a beam of light down in the direction of Heatstroke. Everyone will know that something has happened, something great. When Minnie and the dwarf king tell their tales, they will be spread slowly but surely throughout the land of Arcadia and to the shores beyond. And when none of the clerics return, everyone will know of your sacrifice. Good game. Sweet. Nice work. Um, just for my own knowledge, does, is that the flesh gone now from around Heatstroke? Is the last of the demons now gone? Well... When you got here, the demons were all zombies and skeletons. Yeah, yeah. So they're all undead now. So, so why why been... were they zombies or skeletons though? Because they were dead. Why were they dead? And how do they get turned into zombies or skeletons? You don't just die and get raised as a zombie, right? I mean, I mean, I think I just assume that you know the Dracissian queen nephew fucked them up, and then maybe like Count Vicious or something. Or just one of the necromancers mm. took the opportunity, but I don't suppose it really matters. I just was wondering if that's the end of that now, if Heatstroke can be re-lived in again. The undead are burned away from Heatstroke during the daylight. There are probably some still indoors who might lurk in the corners, but they will be much, much easier to deal with now. And eventually people will come back. This is a holy sight. Nice. Even more holy now than before. All right. And we've come full circle. Yeah. We That's did it. it. Well done, everybody. Congratulations to our players. I'm glad you survived. Ish. I didn't know if you were going to. Well, you, I'm glad you accomplished your quest. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's more like it. We did not really survive, but we did it. I was deeply concerned that Bertholdt would misuse the stone and yeah. bring everyone down to their deaths. Same Z's. <laughs> why why didn't you go through with your spell? Your your turning, Bertholdt. Oh, I mean 
My god gave me a last second warning just before. I thought somewhere in that heart of yours you were going to do it anyway. To, you know, <laughs> practice. Better practice. I, I can't... I can't disregard a warning from Tempos himself. Excellent. I knew he was one of the good ones. One of the good the ones. Good, failed, good faithful cleric. He's a good lot. I'm, I'm what about really... you, cleric of Malchus? Why didn't you try to do something chaotic <laughs> at the end? Um, what, when we were getting attacked? Or before, when we got excited about using the stone. I honestly, I probably would have, but I mean, I just saw that Bertholdt was already going to do something with it, so you know, I could just support that action instead. Mm -hmm. He was on the case of chaos for you. <laughs> I also thought it was it, it. Not only would it be chaotic, but I also thought it was kind of logical. So it's like a win-win for me. Well. Congratulations, everybody. This was fun. Thank you for yeah. indulging me on my uh, silly little idea of, um, well, Jen's silly little idea of an all cleric campaign, which we got to it's turn been into growing this. for years. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ever since playing second edition and seeing multi cleric spells, I wanted to try a second edition <laughs> all clerics group. Well, here it is. Yeah, we did it. Also, shout out to the 10th anniversary, uh, at least of, uh, I know, playing with you, uh, yeah. Neil and Ryan. The three of us yeah. started our first D&D &D game 10 years ago on Saturday. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wow. feel like we were like kind of like Twitch pioneers in the D&D &D space. Like, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree. 100%. I agree. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Thinking back on it. Yeah. I think you can take full credit for the explosion of D&D that's happened in the last 10 years. I think it's pretty much entirely Bregger's Boys. Um, Bracco, mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still, <laughs> I still boys, have yes. from, um, from the original season, I still have like three posters uh, yeah. and, like sealed. Oh, I also have some as well. Mm -hmm. I have like two or three also. Sitting yeah. in a tube in a closet somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I brought one to an event near my place. I thought you know, I, I didn't think anybody random in Montreal would care, but I found someone. <laughs> I did a tweet and the guy was like, oh my God, please give me that poster. I'm going to die. And I was like, hell yeah. Have that poster with all of my love. Nice. Well, everybody, it's been fun, but I think this is where we say goodnight and goodbye. Uh, before yeah. you go, everyone, do check out the, the Twitter handles that you can, or the Twitch handles you can see above everyone's heads and uh, go check out their pages. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you all again another time. Yeah. Awesome. See you on Wednesday. Bye. Cool. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you, everyone.